Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Coco Express Network. Talk radio that informs. Talk radio that inspires. Talk radio that enlightens. Talk radio for us all. everybody. It is time for Relationship Remedies for Us with Dr. Linda Wiley. We have a special show. It's action-packed. It's full of lots of lively banter and dialogue. And we're talking about (coughs) hair, basically. So I'm going to move on over and I'm going to let Dr. Linda handle it. It's all you. Welcome you to Relationship Remedies. This is the place to discuss hot topics related to the health of your relationships. So bring us your questions, your concerns, and your comments. Most of all, bring an open mind. For those of you who don't know me, I am the author of Tame Your Tongue and Transform Your Relationship, and I'm the CEO of Turning Point Leadership Group, where we not only help you identify the need for a significant change in your life or career, but we provide tools and support to help. If something in your life needs new direction, let us help you find your turning point. So with that, let me say the doctor is in. And as you heard our uh, producer, Aurelia Lyles, mention, today we're going to talk about a subject that a few people have mentioned to me, and it has to do with relationships and the impact that African-American women who are going back to wearing their hair natural, the impact that's having on relationships. So we're asking that if you wear your hair natural, if you thought about it and decided against it, if you're dating someone who's natural, any comments you might have, give us a call at 347-637-2319. Again, 347-637-2319. So let me give you a little bit of background. There's something going on that is actually called the natural hair movement. The natural hair movement is a movement which encourages women of African descent to keep their natural Afro-textured hair. The movement, of course, has had a number of different lives, and there are some women who keep their hair in its natural state always, regardless of, of what the trend is in society. But we haven't seen a lot of that since, like, the 60s and 70s. But then during the 2000s, we're seeing this rebirth of the natural hair movement. And in some French-speaking countries, because this doesn't only happen in the U.S., but in other parts of the world where you have women of African descent, people are going to the natural hair movement as well. And so in some French-speaking countries, it's being referred to as the nappy hair movement. Now, in the U.S., that may have some different connotations, and we can talk about that as well. But let me tell you a little bit more about this movement before we get into some discussion. The movement designates black women who wear Afro-textured hair in its natural, coiled, or curly state 
as well as those who do not chemically straighten their hair but may still choose to wear it straight. So, for instance, I keep my hair cut short. Those of you who know me know that. And I do have my hair chemically processed, but I've given thought to going natural. Now, when I first thought about going natural, the first thing that came to mind was some of the styles that you see, like twists or afro, and those didn't really fit me. I didn't think I wanted locks or anything like that. But what I learned is, and uh, hopefully we're one of our guests today um, we'll be able to tell a little bit more about this. But one of the things that I learned was that you don't have to use a straightening comb or hot comb in order to get your hair straight. There are other techniques you can use to remove the natural curl without chemicals, keep it straight, and still wear some of the styles that people with chemically processed hair wear. So when women are talking about going natural, the hairstyles can be simple, uh, like I said, just cut close and, and in an uh, afro, or they can be more sophisticated, like twists and braids or locks, those kinds of things. And I've seen some really intricate patterns that women have done with their hair. Some just kind of spiral curl it and let it hang loose, and then others have these really pretty intricate braids uh, interwoven, and the braids may be up in a particular twist or bun or something to that effect. Not everyone who wears their natural hair chooses to forego all of the non-chemical forms of straightening or styling. Additionally, being natural does not necessarily indicate a strict adherence to any particular type of product or styling regimen. So just because people are going natural doesn't mean that there are certain products that they love. You know, there's a lot of oils and things that people put in their hair because there's a different way to take care of hair when it's in its natural state. And so it doesn't mean that people just want to use those different oils, and that's why they're going natural. And it doesn't mean that they're tied exclusively to a certain social or political belief. I think many times when we see people with um, Afros, we tend to think that they're more militant and they're so pro-black and anti-white. That's ridiculous. Um, do, do we have the same conversations in the white community when, when Becky and Amber decide to dye their hair purple or green or pink? Do we have conversations around race relations? No. But when an African-American woman wears her hair in its natural state, we have a tendency to start thinking that it's a racial or political statement, and it really isn't. So women and men choose, or in some cases are kind of forced into being natural, and I say forced because some people are allergic to the chemicals. Sometimes the chemicals break your hair off just based on your own body composition. And so if you're allergic or you're having issue or for some medical reason you can't apply those chemicals, then you're forced to wear your hair in its natural state. And so women and men choose or are forced into being natural for a wide variety of reasons. And some may not like the term nappy or nappies, and so we don't want to get caught up in that when we talk about this natural hair movement. Every woman has her own reasons to, re to uh, keep her authenticity. It doesn't mean that a woman is not being authentic if her hair is not natural. Some of us don't keep our hair natural because of convenience or perceived professional reasons, and we'll talk a little bit about that. Some want to preserve their hair against aggressive hairstyling methods. And, you know, some people don't like braids because they're too tight or weeds because it's too tight and it might pull their hair out. Some women don't like chemicals. So there are a number of different reasons why a woman might choose to go natural. 
and some just simply prefer the aesthetic of it. They like the convenience. They like the ability to just get up and go. They like the way it looks. So the natural hair movement has been encouraged by the choice performed by some stars to abandon straightening in favor of a comeback to their natural hair. And if you notice, there are some natural hair icons out there, like Erica Badu, for a long time, has been wearing her hair natural. Um, the model, Lupita, Lupita, I uh, think her name is pronounced Nyong'o, she wears her hair natural. Solange Knowles, uh, Janelle Monet, Viola Davis, Tracy Ellis Ross, there are a number of women out there that have chosen to wear their hair natural. It has not hurt their careers. And in some instances, some might even say that it's helped in some ways. So that's some background on um, natural hair, the natural hair movement. And we wanted to talk about it because it does impact relationships. It impacts your professional relationships. In many instances, women feel like they can't go natural because of their job or they feel as if they've been penalized for doing so. It impacts personal relationships. Sometimes men don't like women who go natural for whatever reason. And sometimes derogatory comments are made to women when they wear their hair natural. And it could impact um, the, the co-worker type of relationship because, again, sometimes you'll have co-workers who, out of ignorance, will make certain comments or assumptions about a woman because she's wearing her hair natural. So given that this is a show all about relationships and this is a subject that impacts every type of relationship, we wanted to give some attention to it today. So if you have a comment or a question, please hit us up at 347-637-2319. Now, Aurelia, I'm going to um, ask you to join in, and let's have a little bit of conversation, because I know that at different times you have worn your hair natural. I mean, I did growing up. I had the big afro, the short afro. Um, I've done braids. But for most of my professional life, I have not chosen to wear my hair natural. You, I know, have, and I'm just wondering what kind, well, first of all, what were some of the things that led you to wear your hair in its natural state, and then what were some of the reactions that you got on the job as well as in your personal life? Well, um, my, I call it a hair journey. My hair journey simply is I wore it natural up until I think I was senior in high school, and I got a perm. My mom was completely against it and um, because she thought that the chemicals would completely change the composition of my hair and it won't be the same anymore and all these different things. So I did the perm thing and I went through the, you know, the scalp burns and all this other stuff. But what, you know, as the years went by and I did it for many years, decades, um, one instance that made me just say enough of it was my hair had grown really, really long. I mean, really long, and it was really beautiful. And I went to um, stylist, and I got some color put in it, and it snapped off. Hmm. So I had to cut it all off. And that's when I made a decision to either go, you know, natural or continue with the perms back and forth, I, you know, flip-flop back and forth. But then I just decided at one point, I think it was 10 years ago, to just completely discontinue using the perms and, you know, all those different things because the chemicals really do have a, an effect on your chemistry. And it changes a lot of things and it causes a lot of problems. And I just wanted to be as healthy as I could be. 
So I stopped with the perms and went natural, but I still had the color in it. And that, too, is a problem as well. So then I decided that I was really going to just discontinue all things. And I started doing a natural hair, and I started going gray. And I've had nothing but comments ever, ever since. But, I, you know, it's my choice, and I'm just dealing with it. I've had people tell me, men in general. Okay, wait, before you, before you go to the comments, hold on, because I want to comment on a couple of things that you said before you go but to the comments. Have, so, just to let you know, we have two men who are waiting to say something. <laughs> okay, and we'll get them on in just a minute. And so um, you mentioned that your mother was against it, and I think that's a pretty common theme that we all share because I think many times when young girls – particularly girls, um, not, you know, once you get to an older stage and you're an independent woman, but young girls often want to, for various reasons, uh, perm their hair. Maybe it's based on what they see on television or they're tired of taking care of it, whatever the case might be. And I think it's pretty common that African-American mothers resist because they either know factually or just believe intuitively that it's going to change the composition of the hair, that those chemicals are going to form sort of this dependency and it's going to be hard for you to go back to natural, or they know what the chemicals could potentially do to your overall health in the long term. So um, I just wanted to highlight that because I think it's a very common theme and um, it's something to consider. You know, if you're thinking about changing your hair, whether you're going natural or you've already gone natural, it could make a difference to your overall health and the ease with which you're able to go back and um, and go to the opposite, you know, back to the chemicals or back to natural. So I'm hoping that one of the two men holding on is uh, Kevin Anthony from Kevin Anthony Salon. Kevin is someone that is a hairstylist and friend. We've had conversation around this. I know that he has, uh, well, he's done my hair, and I know that he has done women who have processed hair as well as women who have natural hair. And we've even talked about my hair and should I go natural and how to make that work. So you were about to say something else, Aurelia, when I stopped you about some of the comments mm-hmm. that you received. So make your comment, and then let's go ahead and bring in um, our guest. Okay, and I can tell you that one of the guests is actually a stylist, but it's not Kevin. His name is Flawless. Um, and okay. we have another gentleman who I know is going to have something really interesting to say as well. Um, so Okay. Okay. So um, basically, as far as the comments that I've heard from, from men, you know, I've had some men say, you know, you're a silver fox. And then I've had some other men say, um, you know, you, I can't be bothered with you because you wear your hair gray. I've had someone tell me, I just don't like natural hair. And I just kind hmm. of had to look at them like they were crazy. And I just said, okay. And, you know, it was just all these different comments because, you know, I believe, and these gentlemen will, you know, refute what I'm saying, but I believe that a lot of men are kind of hooked up on that long, natural Becky hair. So, yeah, I mean, unnatural Becky hair, and, and I don't understand why, but I could be wrong, and they can refute what I'm saying, and I'm, you know, I'm open to understanding. Okay. So let's okay. bring our stylist on and see what information we can get. Tell me his name again, please. Okay. Um, Alan just told me that he's trying to hang on as long as he can. So we'll let Alan go first, and then we'll let um, Flawless go afterwards, okay, because he's okay. got to run. Okay. Okay. So, hi, Alan. Thanks for joining the conversation today. What comments do you have about women and natural hair? Not bad. I want to make sure you can hear me. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Thanks for joining. Okay. 
right. In Hawaii. How are you, Aurelia? I'm good. Thank you. Good. Um, first, I think you should leave Miss Becky out of it. I don't think Miss <laughs> Becky has as much to do with it as we all assume. Um, everyone, there are options. Me, I, I love the ladies. I really don't care if the hair is is uh, permed. I don't care if it's natural. Um, the only thing I don't like about hair is when they become unbelievable. The hmm. weave thing, um, you can't do the weave thing. Now, if you're going to wear your hair natural, then you have to do it. You have yes. to keep it neat. You have to do your hair. You know, these women, they, they say, okay, I'm going to wear all natural. Okay, I have no problem with that. I've seen some beautiful women wear their hair, short, long, natural, but then you leave the house and your hair looks looks undone. looks like maybe you better go talk to Becky and, and get something in your hair. No, that's, if you're going to leave your hair natural, do your hair. Make something out of it. But that takes time. And I think that's what happens with a lot of, and, I, and I, again, I am not going to put the black issue in it. I'm not sure it is. Um, just if you're wearing your hair, I mean, there are plenty of white women who put perms and stuff in their hair. So I, don't, I, don't, I, I want to get away from this, Becky. Just have to do your hair. And when it comes to perms or, I mean, back in the day, they, they put that hot comb to the hair and made it as straight as it could be. The more popular you are when it comes to media, if you're in the movies or if you're news, let's be honest, corporate America um, is different. Yeah, you, you, the natural hair works, it doesn't work, but you might, want, you might want a certain look. A certain look might work. A certain look might get you a bigger paycheck. It's corporate America. I have nothing against that. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying you're selling out. No, okay, well, if you need that look, go with it. So I have nothing against that. But again, just to reiterate, you wear your hair natural, just got to do your hair. Put the permanent hair, but if it starts damaging the melanin of the hair, all right, then you have to stop. And I'll call it in the rear. Now, the only thing I disagree with, with um, what was mentioned as far as gray, listen, I am not doing the gray thing. I'm a man of a certain age, and I will color every little piece of gray hair I got on my head. All right, so, I, you know, but, again, that's up to each individual. There's a beautiful woman. You want to keep the gray, that's cool. But, you know, I kind of stay away from the gray. But that's pretty much all I have to say, and I appreciate the time. All right, thank you. I appreciate the comments. It's interesting. So, okay, a couple of things. I, I should have taken notes. There are a couple of things I want to go back on that Alan said that I think is very telling and enriching. Um, in terms of, you know, the Miss Becky thing and, and keeping Miss Becky out, I, I respect that, though I do think it's hard to do that because for so long in this country, Miss Becky was the model of what beauty was. And I think a lot of women, including African-American women, started buying into the hype of that's the way we need to look. And so they started emulating that. Now, that doesn't mean that every black woman who wears her hair straight or puts chemicals in her hair is doing it for that reason because clearly that's not my reason for doing it. But there is a matter of convenience or perceived professionalism. Um, there's a matter of being accepted in the corporate world. And so even though I'm self-employed, I, I shouldn't even say that I'm a business owner, I have a small business, I interact with corporate America on a daily basis. And so if I know that I'm going to be perceived based on unconscious bias a certain way, based on in part how my hair looks, then I have to make a decision as to whether or not I'm going to allow that to influence how I wear my hair. Um, also, uh, he talked about keeping your hair done, and I think that is so important. I mean, whether your hair is natural, 
chemically processed weed, whatever, please make sure that you do your hair. And I think for some people, they use natural as almost an excuse to get away with having to pay attention to the hair. Not only is it damaging to the hair, but it also um, it also looks bad. And so I want to get some professional opinion in here. But first, let me share a couple of opinions from some names that we know. So, for instance, Eric Benet, fine, fine Eric Benet, said, I think it's beautiful when a woman sees the beauty in her authenticity. And so even though he's not speaking the words natural hair, I derive from that. Whatever your authentic hair type is, he sees beauty in that. Uh, Singer Joe said, I love natural hair on black women, but if it's short or long hair, it doesn't matter. Uh, Raza said, I like natural women. It's just you. That's what God gave you, and you're making it work. And then Raheem Devon was quoted as saying, I love women with dreads that have streaks of blonde, as well as ladies with jet black, very short hair. I think one of the things that makes particularly African-American women so interesting is that there are a number of different things we can do with our hair. So, Flawless, thank you so much for taking time to join us today. Let me ask you from the professional point of view, have you seen many of your clients joining this natural hair movement? Hello, Flawless. Flawless, you still with us? Okay. Let okay, me see may, if I can... The technical problem or he may um, have had to leave us. Yeah, I think he may well, have had to... Okay, I'll try to get okay, him back. And I'm, Okay, and I'm wondering if that might be what happened with Kevin Anthony as well, given that uh, today is Saturday and it's a busy hair salon day. So I just acknowledge these stylists, both Kevin and Flawless, for being willing to join us. Um, sometimes things happen. Though. Hello? Hi, is this Flawless? Yeah. Hey, thank you so much. This is Dr. Linda. Thanks for joining us. Um, just wanted to ask you, have you seen many of your clients join this natural hair movement? Um, yeah, I've, I've seen them join the, uh, the movement. I, I don't think it's a. I think it's. I think it's a wonderful thing. At the end of the day, natural hair. I mean, that's what we're. That's what we're cutting from waves to afro, bald head, mohawk. You know, um, I'm glad that the young kids have joined in. You know, male mm-hmm. and female. You know, um, it's just a whole psychological thing that has to come to pass. I mean, you know, uh. I'm I'm 46 years old, and uh, I've noticed that back in the days, even working for the bank, as a teller, you had to go, you know, you had to straighten your hair out just to be a little more pleasing to another person for them to relax. Like, so we had to put a relax on the, for them to relax. Um, should should we go back to natural hair? Yeah, you know what I mean. It, we don't force them to um, act in a certain way. So why should we? Um, you know, bow down to that. And, and um, that's why having your own business, you know, you, you change that perspective when you say, okay, yeah. you know what, I don't have to, uh, I'll, you know, I could sit down at the table with my locks. You know, I could sit down with the, on the table with, with braids, you know, because I have something, I have something you need. You know, not just going to them and filling out an application and saying, okay, look, I need you. So, matter of fact, I'm just going to shave everything off and lose whatever I call is my expression and my identity, you know, so, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely, I'm definitely happy to see that black people, uh, male and female, uh, are are expressing themselves naturally, you know, because that's, that's just, that's just the natural way of doing it. 
Now, when it comes to so from the, the show, is based I'm, on, sorry, go ahead. The, I'm sorry, the show is based on relationships with natural hair. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that uh, playing in, uh, uh, in, in a female's hair as a man, you know, um, yeah, that's what I want to do. I want to be able to touch, you know, my woman's hair and be able to understand it, know that I can relate to her socially with her hair because my hair is natural. Um, so it's just another thing to uh, to uh, talk about and and, and 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 relate, you know, with, with, with So with I definitely woman. think. Um, yeah, I definitely not, think not, there's a good. Go I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I definitely think there's a good political statement. Like you said, it, it is good for the psyche that we can be who we are and not feel as if we have to compromise. So for someone who wants to wear their hair natural but hasn't done so because they felt like it might somehow have a negative impact on them, I think it's great that we're coming of an age where we feel like we can express ourselves authentically. Again, I don't think everybody that doesn't go natural does it for those reasons, but it definitely can be very freeing. And then from the standpoint you were saying about, you know, since your hair is natural, have a woman whose hair is also natural. Do you feel like when you date a woman with natural hair, does she seem more free somehow? Um, no, uh, not 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 necessarily. You know, it depends on. Uh, you know, I don't try to blanket anyone. You know, everyone mm-hmm. is definitely uh, unique. You know, in that sense of why they did it, and you know, um, it's and it's unfortunate. You know, because this is. It's crazy for even having this conversation, right? Because it, it mm-hmm. grew out of my hair as a baby, and now I'm trying to have like a psychological discussion about, you know, should I have it on my hair or not? Like that's crazy, you know. Uh, it's it's uh, now can you style it up to make yourself look more attractive? Okay, fine. You know, that's that's on that sense. But it, does 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 that center you? It shouldn't center you. You know, that's it. Should it harmonize you? Should it be harmonious? Okay, fine. That's something on the outside. Should it give you happiness? Your hair is, uh, you know, kinky and beautiful, and, it, and the sun loves it and shines. It shines. Okay, fine. But should it center you? Nah, it shouldn't center anyone. Yeah, and it's interesting. I agree. I think it's crazy that we need to be discussing this, but we do need to be discussing it, and that's the crazy thing about it. Because, again, the bulk of the work that my business does, when we go into corporate America, we do training around diversity and inclusion. We help people understand differences and be more welcoming to people who are not like them. Many times I'm in the corporations and I hear these comments. I see women whose careers have been stalled by the perception based on the way that they look. Um, And I've heard comments. I've heard managers who will say, you know, I I wouldn't repeat this publicly, but, and they'll comment on a woman's hair. So those kinds of things do impact a woman's ability to succeed in the corporate world. Um, You know, some people point out the fact that there are several African-American female CEOs, and they wear their hair natural, like Ursula Burns, uh, the CEO of Xerox, is one that comes to mind. But you have to stop and ask the question, on her journey to the C-suite, how was her hair? And what's the culture of the organization where she works? So as crazy as it might seem, as African-American women, this is still something that is real that has to be wrestled with. We have to think about it from the standpoint of what's the best thing for my health and the health of my hair. We have to think about it from a professional standpoint, and we have to think about it from that sexy standpoint. Just as, Aurelia, you said you 
ran into someone that told you he did not like natural hair. So the most important thing for me that comes out of this is the authenticity. Be who you are regardless. And if natural hair is who you are, wear it and wear it proudly. But if you feel that your life is easier by wearing your hair some other way, as long as you're not doing it for low self-esteem reasons, you're fine. You know, there's an author by the name of Ibrahim Asim, and um, Ibrahim had written an article, and these are some of the comments that came from it. One of the things he said that I liked was he said, wearing her hair natural does not mean she has an attitude. Wearing a weave does not mean she's insecure. A queen styles her hair to enhance her beauty and complement her confidence, not to cover up insecurity. I think that it's so well said because wear it for the right reasons, whatever you choose to do. Wear it well for the right reasons and walk in your confidence and your beauty. Aurelia, I'm going to give you an opportunity to, to chime in once again before we close, but I want to mention that we had a comment come through on Facebook from Vince. Vince says, my wife cut her hair off and went natural, and I love it. And he has, I love it in all caps. He went on to say, but if she was bald, I wouldn't care. I love her. That was in all caps, too. And I think key to all of this is seeing who the person is for who they are. Kind of like what Martin Luther King said when he said us being judged by the content of our character. Look beyond all the superficial, which includes how she wears her hair, and get to know her and love her for who she is. Anything you'd like to add before we close, Aurelia? Yes, I would like to thank Flawless and Alan for you know contributing such um, interesting comments and thought-provoking um, statements because. As women, we don't always know what they're thinking or how they're thinking. Um, we just do our things. Sometimes we do our things and we blindly do things that could help us or sabotage us if we're not doing it the right way. So having them, you know, just contribute what they did really makes a difference. And it, it's it really does. important. And I would, it, yeah, and it's really I'd important like to that we are as well. And I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. like to thank them as well and hoping that um, – some of their words impacted our listeners who may be trying to decide what to do with their hair. Again, whatever works best for you is the right decision. Just wear your hair, be authentic, and be proud of whatever it is, walk in confidence. So time always passes so quickly when we're doing this show, but I'd like to thank you for spending time with me today. It's my desire to strengthen families by prescribing remedies for your relationship health. I can be reached on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. My website is drlindawiley.com. That's D-R-L-I-N-D-A-W-I-L-E-Y.com. Or you can call me toll-free at 855-771-4849, 855-771-4849. This is the end of today's episode of Relationship Remedies for Us. I'm Dr. Linda Wiley, and I'm out. Thanks, Flawless. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.